This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you're listening. This is the Basement Bookers, episode 79, coming straight to you from the internet to your ears. But before it came to the internet, it was recorded in a Brooklyn basement. I'm Basement Chair, he's Rich Riz, and together we are the Basement Bookers. Well, that's right, Basement Chair, we're the Basement Bookers. We got a big news week this week. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Let's go. People power. <laughs> people power. Let's start with that one. So for the Nikki detractors, all the people that are following the whole thing about, oh, Cena's pulling strings for her. Well, Mama Bella just got engaged to John Laurinaitis. Big Johnny. This feels like a Bella-type coup. They're trying to take over. They're taking over. Wait, what does Johnny do now, anyway? Is he... I don't have any idea. I, I, I know he's not in talent relations anymore, because that's Triple H. I think he's just Vince's ass kisser. All I, all's I know is, next season of Total Divas better be about Big Johnny <laughs> marrying the Bella Mama. Because that would be great. So they're going to call it Total Johnny. They sh- that will probably be the subtitle to it, like, Total Divas, Big Johnny, Hashtag People Power. Total Johnny. I guess think about all the weird conversations <laughs> that would occur with him there. Can you imagine him interacting with John Cena? No. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I don't, I don't know the dude, right? Although I've seen him as the dude, but other than that skateboard thing he had he had going for him, which he didn't have going for him, by the way, he just like he really comes across as Johnny Straight Man. Please pass the mashed potatoes, please, <laughs> and don't forget the gravy. He's just very straight laced by the book, you know. He might loosen his tie on Sunday afternoon, but that's Whoa, it. You that's know? extreme. All right. Uh, congratulations or whatever. A lot of news, but you did say congratulations, so I want to say congratulations to Josh Matthews and former Beautiful People member Madison Rain got married over the weekend in Nashville. Well, we know who wears the pants in that relationship. Not Josh Matthews. That's right. She probably tosses him around. Yes. Suplex City, bitch. Yup. Well, let's talk about... We got a lot. <laughs> well, don't worry. We, we could get through this pretty easy. Um, do you want to talk about the shooting at the Performance Center first? Because we could talk about that. It's not even... That's, pro- that's probably the, the, one of the two biggest stories. All right, so one of the stories coming out, uh, there was a shooting at the Performance Center... Uh, there's some dude, some, like, strange guy that kept coming around. He's, like, obsessed with one of the NXT girls. I don't know which one it is. She wasn't there when that happened. Mm -hmm. But he was, like, they called the cops on him because he was hanging around, like, all disturbed and shit and crazy. And he had what they thought was a knife. Yeah, and, like, he charged at the cop that they called there. They told him to stop. 
They shot him, but he's not dead or anything. I think he's in the hospital, critical condition. Yeah, but there haven't been any updates, so for all I know, he's uh, under the ring. No, I think he's just in the hospital. Okay. Okay? Could be under the ring with, uh, what's his name? Kane? No, no. Low or under the ring. What was that mobster's name that they always joked was under the friggin' goalpost in um, Giant Stadium? I'm not a football guy, bro. This is also not a football podcast, so get that shit out of here, you heathen. Forgive us. We only talk about real sports. We don't talk about fake sports like football, okay? Moving right along. Alright. On this really quick, Zara Schreiber, uh, Seth Rollins' girlfriend, fired... Believe me, we all know all all about it. Yeah, we do. Uh... I forgot what episode number it was, but we talked about that. But she's fired after recently debuting on the road as Solomon Crow's sister. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think they mentioned specifically that it's a sister, but they were going to mention that it's a sister. Oh. It wasn't uh, going to be like a Katie Burchill situation. I don't think they were going to make out, no. Oh, okay. Which they ended up not doing. That's good. Okay. Katie Burchill was hot. Yeah. I don't think she is anymore, though. She wasn't as hot as Winter. It was a weird character. She had this, like, control over Angelina Love. Right. Because you, you that was her character were... in TNA. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah, you weren't watching at that time. No. That's right, I forgot. I'm not watching at this time, either. Me neither. I know some stuff. I know some stuff. Like, uh, I think the last episode I saw... Uh, Dixie Carter is going to give full control of TNA to Jeff Jarrett, but I don't know if she did. Well, Jeff Jarrett, um, in a post-TNA episode interview, um, said that next week GFW is taking over, Impact Wrestling, and so the invasion's happening. I really think it's just going to be a merger, because all... All Dixie Carter brings to the table... Money. Yeah. That's it. That's a big part of it, right? You need money to pay yeah. the talent. You need money, you know, stuff. All the money in the world can't get you shit. What about... You remember that kid that won a million dollars and started, started his own wrestling promotion? No. He, he won, he won the A million dollars doesn't give you that. Oh, was it? Not, not a million. A few million. He won the lotto. Won a few million dollars and started a wrestling promotion. You haven't heard of him, have you? Nah. See, that's the problem. Exactly. When you win the lotto mm-hmm. and you're someone who never had, mm-hmm. like you, that's that could be the worst thing that could happen to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, not that I don't want to win. Yeah. Because I think I'd do it better. Because mm-hmm. I don't need a lot, mm-hmm. really. I this stuff I like, but I'm not gonna buy crazy shit like a hundred pairs of sneakers or something. Or yeah, you're not gonna buy a dozen cars. No, you're not gonna buy three or four houses. No, you might buy one house, one car, and you're done. Yeah, I'm good. And you'll worry about furnishing it later. Just want to be comfortable. Just throw a mattress somewhere. And... But you want the John Cena pool. I want that John Cena pool. I might even learn to swim just for that. You can get lessons. Yeah, exactly. In my pool. Exactly. Alright, enough about the lottery. But uh, she got shit-canned. Yup. Because she's a racist. 
allegedly. Yeah, so she, apparently she had some, uh, on social media, she said some pro-Nazi stuff and anti-Disney's first black princess oh, stuff. Oh, that's uh, the princess and the frog. That's where she's from. But uh, I don't watch Disney movies. It's the first time hearing of it. Except Finding Nemo, that was good. Just keep swimming. And um, you're going to watch the Star Wars movies, right? Because that's Disney now. Well, not originally, but they're giving them the money now. It's, it's going to be... It's IMAX only. Ooh. Dude, when I went to go see Ant-Man, I'll do this real quick. When we went to go see Ant-Man, mm-hmm. I was on IMAX, and the trailer... I wanted to see that trailer on a loop. Mm. It was incredible. The audio, the visual, it was amazing. I can't wait for those movies to come back. Hmm. What else you got? We're going to talk about uh, your boy Bram. Yeah, speaking of TNA, Bram, real name Thomas Latimer, apparently recently divorced from Charlotte as recently as August. So, like, literally probably just a few days ago. Arrested... On Tuesday, um, he's out on bond, or he got out on Tuesday, I should say, on bond. Charges include domestic battery. Alleged. Um, yes. Well, charges included. I didn't oh. say oh, okay. he fucking battered some bitch. I said charges included. Oh. Battering some bitch. Gotcha. Gotcha. His current girlfriend, whoever she is, I didn't get her name because it's not important. The basement book is respect women of all walks of life. Yes, we do. Okay. Unlike Bram. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. Speaking of charges... Hold on a second. Okay. Oh. Is it bad that the first thing I thought was... Was there a payoff on that angle between him and Kennedy? Was I think more about that. I'm sorry, Mr. Anderson. I was thinking about... Was there a payoff on that angle? Because uh, before this happened, Bram was going around beating up all the TNA... Like originals, I guess, and like well, the last I saw fights, and he was he bludgeoned Kennedy. And, I mean, Mister Anderson in the head with his own mic, and they were feuding. I think I might remember that. I remember. I I mean, mainly was that resolved? Because I, it'd be a real shame if it wasn't. Well, you tell me if this is before or after. I mainly remember his feud with Magnus. This is way after that was done. So I didn't see he that. lost that. That feud was just scrubbed out. Like, the last person Magnus was feuding with was James, James Storm. Storm. And Mickey got pushed in front of a train. Yeah, let's not go back to that. We what, we spent time on you disliking that. TNA. That's it. We gotta ask ourselves if that was Bram's idea. No, we don't. I don't think we do. <laughs> I don't think we do. I, I don't think he's an idea man. I think he uh, needs to keep his hands to himself. Speaking of people that need to keep their hands to themselves, or at least possibly... Allegedly. Superfly Jimmy Snuka arrested this week on charges stemming from the 1983 death of his girlfriend. 32 years. It's 32 years ago. Um, reportedly, Snuka came back from a wrestling event and found her like leaking, spine, leaking brain or spinal fluid. From her nose and shit. And she died. That's horrifying. So now they're charging... After all these years, um, there was recently... There's an article. Yeah, there was a news article that asked some questions about it. 
So the police reopened the case, and now they're charging Snooker with, with this murder. No statute of limitation on murder. Yeah, so... Um, Snooker... Allegedly. He's quiet about it. Nothing's being done yet, because we don't know. He's he's in the Hall of Fame already, right? Yeah. But he, he didn't have a Legends... Did he have a Legends deal? He might have. But he wasn't, like, doing a lot of... Like, he's not... He wasn't... No. The way Hogan was. No. But everybody knows Snooker. You know, Everyone? Superfly. Superfly. I hope it's not true. I, I mean, you know, I hope he's cleared. You know, you don't want to... Well, that's rough. You got anything to lift us up here on the news? Bring it up a little bit? Bring up the tempo a bit? Good news for Tough Enough's Amanda. WWE is interested in uh, signing her to a deal. Uh, she was at this week's TV tapings in Florida, and she traveled to Orlando, possibly to continue training at the Performance Center. Not a fan. Sorry. Not a fan of Amanda. Nope. Wow. Well, She's mean. That was the character. No, she was, that she was out. her saying that's the character is her way of covering up that that. She's a mean bitch. Wow, you think so? I think so. I think that's a very easy way to say, nah, that's me, that's just a character. You know You know who else is a mean bitch? Who? Randy Orton. He shit in Melina's purse. Do you remember that? Yeah, but we don't know what happened. We don't know that something warranted a bag shitting. I mean, I'm sure you've encountered... Many people that you want to shit in their stuff. I worked in retail for 16 years. I encountered many people per day who deserve people exactly. who deserved getting shit in their bag. As per usual, we don't have the facts. We don't. We just don't know. You're right. But I think we just don't know 100% about Amanda. We can speculate that she was saying that it was a character to try and cover her ass. It just felt to me... For the record, that ass should never be covered. Go ahead. <laughs> While I agree with you, it just <laughs> felt to me, uh, the way she just went for that, it's like, she knew just how popular Sarah Lee was. Mm -hmm. And she was just reaching. I think she was trying whatever she could to be different from Sarah Lee. Trying to throw some shade on her kid just to get that vote, and it didn't work out. I think that blew up in her face. I think the whole way she knew her two major uh, uh, competitors in that were Sara Lee and Georgia. Mm. Georgia. Yeah, she's saucy. It's Man. weird. But hey, whatever. Dude, there's so many weird spelled names out there right now. I get it. There are so many. Yeah. There's I, so many. It's because stupid people are allowed to breed. And these things happen. We just have to... We can't fault people for their names because they didn't give it to themselves. Unless they did give it to themselves. In which case, the, the blame falls squarely on said person. Yes. Um, between... Okay, between the three of them. Georgia, Sarah, and Amanda. I think Georgia was the hotter one. Okay. Personally. Well, he, mm, the accent does it for me. The accent kills it for me. It's weird. But, like, 
I like how she is more ex- her, she's more facially expressive. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It just seems to me Amanda requires a copious amount of makeup to maintain her appearance. I can see that. And that's why I like Sarah Lee because she's the mo- the most natural of the three. Yeah. And she wants so hopefully she makes it through to, you know, because just because she got the you know contract, that doesn't mean a lot. You gotta still get shit. You gotta get through developmental. You gotta mm-hmm. get through NXT. You gotta stay the course. Yep. Blue pants. Speaking of developmental, hate. Lot of hate. Lot of hating on blue pants. Uh, apparently, she doesn't have a typical contract. Uh, she sells her own merch without giving WWE a cut. She work. She's allowed to work indie shows and. She was flown by WWE to Brooklyn to work that angle with the Vlad Villains that really any NXT woman would love to have. Yeah, because it was a major angle. And blue pants? She's popular with the fans. And that and that's why I don't Especially know. Brooklyn fans. Yeah. And that's why the announcers this week on NXT were saying she doesn't, she doesn't work even, here. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's just like Stabbing. Yeah. Take that, uh, whatever girl I don't remember her name. that works there. Yeah, it's all of them. I don't know, man. If I was a big enough name, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd make the same deal. I'd put out my own merch. I don't think she's... She. It's not that she's a big enough name. No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. If I were, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I'd want a cut of my shirts because I'd make some awesome shirts. I feel like she's the modern day female Barry Horowitz. I don't know. We'll see. She doesn't pat herself on the back. No, she doesn't. She but, has her own music. But she's yeah, it's straight from the clearance rack. It's Big Cass doing the Price Is Right theme. It's great. Has no one caught, noticed that that's a fucking Price is Right theme? Yeah, because it's like, come on down. I could stay on this for a long time. All right. You might want to move along All right. this one. <laughs> Last two pieces of news. We're going to hit them pretty quick. According to Ric Flair on his Woo! Woo! Nation! Podcast, uh, Bray Wyatt is dealing with a shoulder injury. Interesting. And also sort of in the way of injuries, Summer got a wicked... Black guy in a brawl with Lana. That they say it happened on Tuesday. I don't know when it actually happened, but she, shoot, she had it on Tuesday for the SmackDown taping. The picture on Instagram was a lot worse than they showed on TV. Uh, I think that's probably what happened because the way they go at it, that's a possibility that that actually happened that way. Like Lana sloppy? No, I think it just happened. I think maybe they got into their characters. Sometimes you lose yourself, which that's a good performer. Yes. And hey, you know, worse could happen. Could have knocked a tooth out. Yup. And the probably the directions they were given, just go at it, get crazy on each other. Mm-hmm. Somebody got crazy. And by the way, Lana, don't wear a thong. But that doesn't mean don't wear anything. Right. I would love that. There's a difference <laughs> between going out there... And doing a match together, mm-hmm. and go out there and have a cat fight. Yes, big difference. Cat fight is just 
rolling around on the ground, hair pulling, flying. A lot of slamming on the mat with the back of the head. Yeah. That's a cat fight. A match is watch anything between Trish Stratus, Lita, and Mickey James. Right. That's a match. Or Bailey and Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Or or any any of the four horsewomen. Right. That's a match. Which, fortunately for us, we're able to have some singles matches on Raw, albeit brief for mm-hmm. the beat the clock. You have to be quick. Yeah, that's the point of it. Um, incidentally, very good uh, storytelling for uh, trying to keep Paige out of it. Yeah, I like that. That I'm trying to keep even trying to keep Charlotte out of it with Bree sort of motioning the watch and stalling. Yeah, of course. But she got wrecked. Yeah, Charlotte hit a little with like two or three moves, and that was it. That was. Finish her, done deal. Finish her off the natural selection. Like, we know she's the weaker Bella, obviously, but she got wrecked. Is she the weaker Bella? I think so. She has one move I hate, which is the stupid Brie mode knee to the face. Yeah, but the way it's being sold to us, she is. Like, that's the way they they sell it to us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's up for them. That's what they're conveying to me. And I picked that up from what I see. Otherwise, why wouldn't she be the Divas champion? <clears throat> I think at some point... Now, I don't want to let the record show. I don't want to undo everything that this Divas Revolution has done. But. Because I love what they're doing. But. At some point... Like... If if Nikki retains against Charlotte, at some point, Bree should want a shot at the belt, right? I yeah, because if you don't want to be the champion, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, you want to be the champion, Alicia too. Maybe Alicia should fight Bree. Maybe there should I don't know. Maybe there should be a multi div. I hate multi person matches for no more friendship, but. I think at some point we should see Brie versus Nikki. I think they should agree beforehand that they are both going to try to win. May the best woman win, shake hands, and have a real match. And one of them will win. Either Brie win fair and square, or Nikki win by pulling the tights or something. And they shake hands afterwards. And they're good. Well, hold on a minute, brother. I, I did a lot of thinking. Mm-hmm. Basement Jared did a lot of thinking. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this format, 3 versus 3 versus 3. Mm-hmm. Everybody is on a team. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, all good things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. What this does is when those teams wind up breaking up for whatever reason, mm-hmm. there's a storyline for those three people in each team. Mm-hmm. So, not even like right away, but down the line a few years from now. Like, oh, these two used to ride together. They were a part of Team Bad. Mm-hmm. They were part of Team PCP. PCP. PCB <laughs> at one point. And they know all about each other. Mm-hmm. It's more fuel for the announcers. Yeah. Other than talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Which lately I've been very distracted by announcers. 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me. I'm the only one. But some of the shit they say just takes me out of the match. I've honestly been zoning out. Right. Lately. I hear you. I think, like, they haven't been... They haven't been saying anything to keep my attention. They haven't, um... Been particularly bad. With the exception... Of whatever Uso that is. Right. And King, of course. Mm. Like, when they get guest commentators on SmackDown, like, uh, they had New Day this week, or when they have primetime players, I'm happy. I get announcing that I like. And it's like, wow. Why are the wrestlers better announcers than the announcers? Yeah, I like the guest announcer, but I think it's being done too much. It was cool when it's like... Every now and again, you'll get, you know, CM Punk out there or uh, primetime players mm-hmm. uh, it's, or New Day or just Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. But it's like, take it easy. Let's make it more special. Not all the time. Xavier has been friggin' awesome lately. The guy's on fire. 100%. His hair <laughs> is a beautiful thing. It's immaculate. I like that for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like had it Monday, Tuesday. He had it back. Yeah, maybe he was trying something different, or he didn't have time to get his hair done or something. Whatever. I don't know. But Cat Williams called, and he wants his hair back. <laughs> he plays the fucking trombone. He's really good at it. Who knew he fucking played a trombone? That's ridiculous. You see when he got sad when he had found out they had to fight Dean Ambrose. Oh, it was <laughs> great. great. By the way. I don't know if you caught, but the the Twitterverse caught that Renee was barefoot again. Yeah. And uh, uh, Big E's like, you should really not be barefoot. There's fecal batter everywhere. <laughs> Big E's a wacky prick. I love, I love the New Day. I don't care that I'm supposed to hate them. I love the New I Day. I feel like the real MVP of the New Day is Big E's dance moves. It's great. Because that guy can move, And his dude. facials. Yeah, I'm super jealous, man. Between Kofi Kingston's special kind of clapping, everything Xavier does, Big E's dance moves, his his whole delivery, this union is excellent. Mm -hmm. And I'll segue into this. It's like our prayers have been answered. The Ascension have teamed up with Cody Rhodes. The Cosmic... Wasteland. That's right, the Cosmic it's, Wasteland. It's supposedly what they're officially calling themselves now. I feel like that's brilliant. It's like Stardust will be even scarier. He's got henchmen now. Mm-hmm. Two big guys. So I hope they run with this and it works. Me too. They need to make. They really need to make the Ascension dominant the way they were in NXT. They can. They can do this with Cody's help. Because he's going to bring them some, uh, quote-unquote, legitimacy. Yeah, I mean, even then you can have, you can put in a storyline that when the Ascension arrived, they were just, they had no direction mm-hmm. uh, in their in their mental minds, their, their focus. They, they weren't, they didn't have a direction, a, 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 a target to focus the blunt instrument, which is the Ascension. Mm-hmm. And... Who better to wield this instrument than Stardust? He is from the fourth dimension. Fifth. fifth. Dimension. He is, <laughs> hold on, let me do this again. He is from the fifth dimension. 
I mean, he can motivate those guys and direct those guys to a perfectly destructive point. That's he's what they needed. They need all three of them need each other. I definitely agree. And I mean, that's really two new tag teams that are now in major storylines now because them and the Dudleys. Right. And we we talked off air about this how I said that still one of the biggest stories this week came from last week because the Dudleys are back. Yeah. And that's still a holy shit moment. I I don't know. I feel like the planets aligned themselves mm-hmm. and the perfect opportunity came. I wonder what their deal is. Apparently it's long term. Yeah. What were the terms? There had to have been something because uh, as much as uh, you could say about Bubba, right, he's not an idiot. Not at all. But no, Bubba knows. But Bubba knows this business so well. I mean, Bubba was basically helping Paul Heyman run ECW. He was booking. Yeah, he's a real student of the game, mm-hmm. and he just kept learning. He didn't stop there. Yeah, and that was what fifteen years ago. Dare I say what twenty? Time, time ticks away. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of experience. That's all I'm saying. And all the different promoters. And I he's want, worked under. I want to see his girlfriend on WWE TV. Hey man, the lovely, luscious, beautiful. Perfect velvet sky. What is the famous line? Never say never. Let the pigeons loose. Okay. And also, <laughs> never say never and anything can happen in the WWE. They'd have to change the name. She used to be Talia Madison on the indies. They'll do whatever. They'll, they'll come up with something. Yeah. The Dudleys are back, though. I can't believe she banged Shane Helms so long. I, look... The heart wants what the heart wants. You you, you you hang out with people. You like hanging out with them. You want to hang out with them more. And maybe he was close enough in personality to liking the same thing she did. You're on the road together. And he probably said, You'll love it. You got a great ass. What's up with that? I'd imagine something like that. Maybe she, <laughs> just, maybe she likes to laugh. That's a big thing for women. It is. You have to be entertaining. None of those pictures of her where it was taken from behind. She's looking into a mirror and she's got like a Yankee jersey on. It's like just like down here, but that's it. The Dudleys are back. Mm-hmm. Do you think they could be tag team champions and either champions? I think they should make them wait a little. I think so too. I mean, I'm loving this Save the Tables campaign. I think the New Day should have the first win. I Not think. clean, of course. No. Yeah. Of course not. Definitely not. Mm. They have to win first. They cheat to win first, then to get the rematch. Mm. I guess have the Dudleys chase for a while. But first, the primetime players have to get their rematch. They do. They're probably, probably going to do a triple threat at some point. I really don't want it to be a triple threat match. It's really unfair. They should have waited for the Dudley to bring in Dudleys until after it was over. Yeah, but then we wouldn't be able to see them on the Raw when we went. And they had to do that because they yeah. joke us. Of course. Because oh. you know Dudleyville is over by the Bowery. It is. It is indeed, sir. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe, if, either way, triple threat, whatever. But I prefer it not be. We've never talked so much about the tag division in a positive way. 
You know whose fault that is, right? All of theirs. It's the booking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... They don't... And those belts. I don't like them. They... <laughs> I'm sure the intention wasn't to make them look like pennies. Yeah. And but they, they look like pennies. Yeah, every tag team should want a championship. Absolutely. You know what, though? Do you think... the? Div- I think the division right now is strong because you had the New Day there, which is great. Mm. If they wanted to, they could do the same thing they did for the United States title with the tag titles. Get two big stars. Defend every week. Yeah. Maybe, right? Since no one's doing that with any title other... Right, I think... Maybe... But I think more importantly, Ryback should do that with the IC title. I was thinking that. I was thinking on... Because the original plan was... He should do what they were going to do with Daniel Bryan. He would defend... The original plan was for the IC title to be defended every week. Mm -hmm. That's why they did Cena's thing, because Daniel Bryan got hurt. Interesting. Yeah, the original idea was for it to be Intercontinental title challenge. Every SmackDown. That makes sense because the IC is the workhorse title. Yeah. So they should do is, first of all, if you want, it should be you defend it every SmackDown because you want to be an Intercontinental Champion? Okay. You want to be an Intercontinental Champion, you're going to work your ass off even more. Mm -hmm. Because being the champion means a lot more than having this fancy accessory. It's like you're you're the ch- like typically the champion is chased, but you're the champion that chases the competition away. Yeah, and also you can make it every time you defeat an opponent, you get better. Mm-hmm. And it's good that way. If they're not going to give Cena the title back at Night of Champions, which I think they should, because if I'm Seth Rollins. I'm not expending that much energy to keep the United States title. As important as it is. All that means is he can hit Cena with a low blow and keep by DQ. That's true. That adds Or something like that. I feel like you're cheating the fans that way. He's but a it's a smart thing to do. Because he needs the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, he needs the World Heavyweight Championship because he's, he's the man. Yeah. He believes himself to be the man. Which, I guess we're talking about the World Heavyweight title now? Yeah. Sure. Alright. Whatever. <laughs> uh, last week you wanted to talk about Sting. Um, the uh, Last week's episode was titled, Anything, I'm sorry, Anyone But Sting. It was on my mind. There was just so day. much. We had so much to cover, that's why. Was it, last week was a big episode. Last week was a big week in wrestling. But... So what are your thoughts? Right. Break it down for us, brother Riz. Let the people know. For the re- I don't remember how much I got into it last week. Let me. I, I need to swig here more. All I right. also need, uh, so tell me, man. Tell me about your feelings with this sting stuff. Okay. Like, right now, Rich has his hand on his forehead. He's. It's like one on the forehead, one on the forty. He's so stressed out. 
It's like the weight of the world right now. I feel stressed just looking at you, man. All right. Now, we we said Sting is like 50 last week. We were talking because, like, we, we didn't look it up. I looked it up. He's 56. Okay? He's 56 years old. And his moveset does not have any ring psychology to it. There is no setup for the Scorpion Deathlock. There is no setup for the Scorpion Death Drop. When he's going for this, when he when he beats someone with the Scorpion Deathlock, he doesn't attack their knees first or their lower back. He doesn't work them over. That he doesn't work over those parts of the body. For the Scorpion Death Drop, he doesn't work over the neck. He doesn't work over the head. It's just, oh, hey, here's my finisher. No, 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 no. And the Stinger Splash. What is he, 160 pounds? He's, okay, he's not, he's more than 160 pounds. He's probably like two, he's like 240, because he's pretty tall. He's probably like 240, 250, maybe 260. That is, he, it does nothing. The Stinger Splash does nothing. Nothing. Nothing, right? Fucking nothing. I think... All it, do, all it does is get his fucking half-painted face, because at that point in the match, he's fucking all sweaty, and his paints come off, because he's fucking 56, because he can't hang anymore, so he's going to be all sweaty. It gets him close to the camera. He's the icon. I mean, regardless of how you feel about his moveset, that makes no sense to you. Alright, so, okay. So, he had one match in WWE, right? With Triple H. Right. That was at WrestleMania. And he lost. What do you mean he lost? He didn't win? Yes. So, he doesn't have a winning record at all. He is zero win. He has zero victories in this company. And he is in a World Heavyweight Championship match. I think Sting is one of those exceptions now, I understand. to the I, 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 I understand he's an icon. I understand he supposedly did a lot for the industry. I'm not sure what he did. Sting is the first wrestler that I knew that I've always known equals WCW. When I was a kid, I heard Sting, I thought the Hulk Hogan of WCW. Like, I thought, yeah. that's what I, when, to me, WCW equaled Sting. And I'm sure it's that for a lot of kids my age. Honestly, when I was a kid, honestly you know? that's exactly what he is. I think he was there before WCW opened, because I think he was there when it was, uh, was it Jim Crockett Promotions? He might have been there. When I'm not good with that. I've seen all the documentaries, but I don't remember any of them. Yeah, like I don't, I don't remember for sure if he was if he was there uh, under the Jim Crockett banner. But he got there early in the WCW, in uh, in WCW's lifetime. He stayed till they closed their doors, and even after they closed the doors. Now, granted, his deal was with AOL Time Warner, not WCW. So even if he wanted to go to WWE, right? After it wouldn't make doors, sense for he him. He couldn't, 
contractually he couldn't because he was still under contract to AOL Time Warner. Yeah, he's making more money doing nothing than he would be. He couldn't break that contract. That's the it wouldn't make sense for him to do so. You're right. What I'm saying. Also true. I'm just saying he it couldn't happen. It's like Goldberg and Luger. Yeah, the 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 main guys. Yeah, all the main guys. Savage. Like, they couldn't... And uh, Hall and Nash, they didn't come until after that was up. Yeah. And I think Scott Steiner was one of them, too. Yeah. Like, all the major players, they all had deals instead of WCW. Their deal was with WCW's parent company at the time, AOL Time Warner. So, when WWE bought WCW, they bought WCW talent contracts. But they couldn't buy the AOL Time Warner contracts, because that was... Separate company. You're just throwing around all sorts of knowledge. And now you know. Yeah. Alright, so to bring it back, yes, Sting was the face of WCW, period. Yeah. He's 56. He hasn't let's, won a match. Let's, let's throw age out. Okay. Do we have to? For the sake of argument. Alright. This is professional wrestling. This is. A story mm-hmm. we're talking about. Okay, let's let's put that out. Okay, because if you want to talk about age, then we have to talk about the Undertaker being able to go with Brock Lesnar, even though it's two different animals entirely. You're right. You're right. Now so we have to go with the story. All right, let's go with story here. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't feel that Stig has a right to a title shot. He doesn't. Because he ha- he didn't earn it, and like you said, in there, he didn't earn it. But I feel like, for Sting, they're making an exception that he actually did things before here. Right. And it's a real feather in Rock. I think they gave it to him, not mainly for the title. They have that, think of the story here, they have that much confidence in their champion. Who they consider to be the man. They have that much confidence in Seth Rollins to beat Sting. Look at it this way. Sting was beat by Triple H. Okay? Sting was beaten a five-on-four hardcore match. Regardless. Sting lost the match. Mm-hmm. And shook his hand. And that, Yeah, which you know I didn't like. I mean, no you know, one shake, liked. You know, the sledgehammer. You know, he, he hit him with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's able to stand, that's I guess that's okay. But Nash couldn't. That's not. <laughs> they have that much confidence in their chosen one that they know they feel he can hold up against anything that came from something like WCW. So they're not even worried about him losing the title to him, and they want him to shut him up, take him out. Another test for Seth Rollins. From the authority. To solidify being the man. They made a statue of the guy. Okay? What was Sting's last match in WCW? Do you remember? Was it Flair? Yeah. He fought Ric Flair. He beat Ric Flair. Ric Flair was what? Fucking old? Ric Flair... Regardless of you continually going to call people old, <laughs> was the man. Ric Flair has been the man since 
I don't even know. And Since Sting like 1980. beat the man. So he's going to beat the man. Because to beat the man, you have to be the man. You know what I'm saying. To be the man. Woo! You got to beat the man, daddy. There you go. So. There's it, some dusty in there. It kind of makes sense. Right? Now you sold. No. No. There's no heat behind this. There's nothing behind this. Sting was feuding with Triple H. You don't okay. see the seeds that they're doing? It was slapping us on the nose with Sting getting to Seth Rollins and have him talk about how he's better than Triple H. Sting is continually saying how Seth Rollins is not half the man. He talked about how great Triple H was, who still cheated to win. Well, okay. Regardless. I'm going to interrupt you. While we're talking about what Sting's promo from Raw, Sting referred to his match with Seth Rollins as the last chapter of his career. So what are you going to do? Does that mean that if he loses, he's, he retires? Having never won a single match in WWE, the first one being um, a five-on-four handicap hardcore match, and the second one, I'm sure Rollins, if he beat, if he wins, is going to cheat somehow. I feel like that would hurt him. That that's going to be the end of Sting's career. If this is the the final, if this one match is the final chapter, that's what that's saying. Sting's going to lose. Well, here's the thing. While this looks to be the beginnings of a Triple H-Seth Rollins feud, which I don't think this is the beginnings of it, it's been building towards it. You could hear it with mm-hmm. the way Seth Rollins talks about how he's the greatest world champion ever. Mm-hmm. Better than anyone. Yeah, he, Seth even had to tell him on Raw, stop talking about Triple H. Yeah, because and you can feel it right there too between those two. Sting is in Seth Rollins' head. We need to see the next couple of weeks how much further that escalates because Triple H wasn't on Raw. So who knows what's going to happen on Monday because you know he watches Raw. So it could be going towards that. Say, for instance, Seth Rollins beats John Cena somehow, retains the U.S. title, mm-hmm. goes on to fight Sting. Sting somehow manages to beat Seth Rollins. There's always plan B. Sheamus comes in. Seth Rollins is a hell of a fighter. So you know he's putting Sting through the ringer. Right now, Seth Rollins is at the top of his game. Sting is on the last leg of his career. Seth Rollins could have a main event match with a fucking paper bag. Exactly. But, you see where I'm going here. Yeah. He can win the title. Mm-hmm. But he's getting broke kicked to the end of his career. I, You know, I think I mentioned that last week. And I, 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 I don't like that. You don't like that idea? I really don't. I'm, like... He wants Seth Rollins to beat both of them? Tell me, like... No, I want... Seth Rollins is going to retain the U.S. title by... Disqualification. We don't know that for sure. I'm almost convinced of it already. Maybe they make it no DQ. Well, then they're just fucking with me. <laughs> no, because they because we know they listen to the podcast. We, yeah, of course they do. We know they listen. <laughs> everyone listens to this. We know they listen to this podcast. So, and we know they've done shit in the past just to fuck with me. 
I, just to fuck with me. You. I don't know what this, what you did, but they're coming at you hard, dude. I think it's the the long hair and the big nose. I think Triple H is a little jelly. Is he though? Long hair. No, probably not. Oh, okay. But you know. <laughs> Hey, it's a feud, right? It is a feud. It's something. Hey, if I get Triple H mad, mad enough at me, maybe I can get a shot at Seth Rollins. I mean, I have as many wins in WWE as Sting does. I... So do you. You can get a match with Seth Rollins. And you, and you, and you. And we all get matches against Seth Rollins. For the World Heavyweight Championship. Put me in, brother. I'm ready. I got, I'll get my wrestling boots, some knee pads... Some elbow pads. Get ready to drop wheelless elbows all day. We have as many wins in our WWE career as Sting does. Because once I put Triple H in the headlock, he'll give us any match we want. The headlock. You don't. You can't get out. Nope. It's like a lock. Like a vice. Like a vice. The book is vice. Speaking of vices, let me kill off this Fody. Alright. Are we good on Sting? I know you haven't accepted it. But it's going to happen. Let me contradict myself a little here. Are you playing devil's advocate? It's part playing devil's advocate and part being realistic. Sting was the face of WCW. Sting did a shitload for that company. Sting was the face of TNA. I know WWE will never say those three letters together. Sting was the face of TNA. Sting was there so fucking long, a lot of people wondered if he'd ever sign with WWE. There was so, there was so much talk for, for that payday. Since what? Since WrestleMania 28? Talking about Sting vs. Taker? Way too long. It's to the point where it was annoying. I didn't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah, since, like, since Sting was in his late 40s, we've been talking about him coming to WWE. I understand his maybe reasoning for it, but were I in his shoes, it would have been a lot sooner. Well... But the thing is, with him, he has the right. I'd be a little apprehensive, too, because if Vince didn't make you, Jim, he, he's not going to feature you that well. Oh, you mean like at WrestleMania? Yeah, but like, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. like Because I, I, Chris Jericho became Chris Jericho when he got to WWE. He yeah. was always Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. but I mean like... He, he was able to come into his own and grow into his own thing. Like, he was given a shot, they pulled him back for whatever reason, and then he made his own shot. Exactly. Again, just like he did in WCW when he made that feud with Goldberg. His first promo was with The Rock. You can't get any more high profile than that. Yeah. Flat out. They believed in him. Now Sting, again... He was the face of WCW. He was the face. He basically carried two major companies on his back com- for a combined total of fifteen or more years. That's a lot of years in pro wrestling. It really is. Again, that takes a toll on your body. Again, he's fifty-six. He had a lighter schedule with TNA because he, you know, he was getting older. So he only he pretty much only wrestled at. The pay-per-views. He cut promos and such. And I thought Main Event Mafia was a great faction. You know, you brought up the fact that he's been doing this for so long. Mm. Do you think that maybe his moveset is what keeps him, gives him his longevity? Maybe it does. Maybe it's like Hogan where 
It's the opposite. That leg drop screwed him up. The leg drop absolutely screwed him up, but the rest of it, pretty standard stuff. But Hogan said, Hogan has said in interviews that there was no ring psychology to it. He, he's billed as having fucking 24-inch pythons. Use a fucking sleeper. Yeah, well... Use a headlock. Use a guillotine. Something involving those 24-inch pythons should be your finisher. You don't fucking drop a leg. The whole point of that was his moveset. Sting's yeah. moveset is what keeps him... It doesn't take that much of a toll on him. He keeps it simple. And it works. Yeah, but... Not for you. I know you're an expert in ring psychology all of a sudden. I'm not an expert in ring psychology. I'm glad you said that. I just know... I know that I know more about ring psychology than Goldust. Than Goldust? Alright, about one thing. One freaking thing. Which should have been really obvious. If you're wearing gloves... And your opponent's got a shirt on. You really can't be raking your nails down his back. Didn't you? Didn't you hear what Goldust told you to do? Yeah, he told me to shut up, and I don't give a shit. I thought he told you to to shut up. He he said shit up, and then he said shut it. So I'll put it together as shut up, just because it makes a little more sense. Because I don't know, may, like he can cut a regular promo, but maybe he can't cut a Twitter promo. I'll what just try. He's to not good. He's not that good on the Twitter mic. I'll just try to keep you real, my dude. I'll keep it real. I hear you. And, listen, I have zero in-ring experience. Obviously. I've never even been in one. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, brother. After we're done, give me a pair of gloves. You keep your shirt on, please. Okay. I will rake my nails down your back. For real. And you tell me if it hurts. Okay, no problem. We'll do that. Alright. Alright, so let's so screw all that. That aside, I've been watching wrestling for 30 years or more. I can recognize ring psychology. Like Ric Flair. Woo! What, what's his finisher? Figure four leg lock. What, is, what parts of the body is that affect? Legs. Okay, what does he do to set up for it? He'll... Do the elbow. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll drop hit. elbows on you too, right? He? Well, he, I'm talking about the, he'll clip you from behind to take out your knee, to take you out at the knee, and then he kicks the leg. He grabs your leg by your ankle and kicks the inside of your hamstring. He weakens the leg for a move, for a finishing move that attacks the leg, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Randy Orton. What's his finisher? The RKO. Which affects the it's like yeah. head and neck. Head and neck. He does the DDT. He does the elevated DDT to set up for it. Does power slam. That power slam kind of works for it, too. Power slam will jar the neck. Mm-hmm. He's got five moves, too. So, what does Sting do? We get- St- Sting does nothing <laughs> to work the affected body parts affected by his finishers. I feel like that's why... You mentioned Ric Flair's... You know, I think that's why... He was so believable as a champion because he was never really a big guy. Like, he wasn't a large guy. But you feel like, even though a lot of times he cheated, he had the horseman, but he could beat a guy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, takes the, he takes out the leg, you know? And the way he does that thing where he does the bag off in the corner mm-hmm. and, you know, the guy's like, you know, whatever. And then why does he do that? To, so he can get you. Low blow. Get you with the low the blow. Yeah, so... Man, Ric Flair's great. What a great guy. 
I don't know. I just Flair is awesome. Flair is awesome. Woo! The nature boy. So veering a little bit here. Yeah. Did you see the online the the WWE.com interview with Charlotte? The one about wanting to be the champion. Anyway, she was really like she wasn't Charlotte in that interview. She was Ashley. That's her real name, by the way. Oh. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. But, yeah, like, she she was, uh, like, first question, she was already getting emotional. She was saying, she was saying I'm going to, I'll be crying like a baby, like my dad does. Because <laughs> talking about, like, everything that uh, has been going on in Divas Division and everything, living up to her father's potential, living up to her name. I think she's going to do all right. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Legacy, you know? I mean, it's it's really all about doing what you love, and she absolutely loves the business. I, I, I look on her end, on the performers' ends with these girls, mm-hmm. so we can keep on moving. That's that's nailed. They're yeah. great, and they're gonna keep getting better. It's the booking. The booking needs to line up with them. You're right. One other thing. Stop this multiple shit. I have a nitpick about Charlotte. Okay, let's do it. She had let's a go. promo. Let me see where it was. If it was on... Was it SmackDown? With all three of them? Yeah, it was SmackDown. No, yeah. On SmackDown. You could tell she was waiting to speak. She was like looking down while... uh, whoever. Maybe she was gathering her thoughts. It didn't look like thought gathering. It looked like I'm waiting to speak. Because she didn't look like she was listening. She was literally looking down while whoever... You feel like she's not being a good partner? Just waiting for her turn to speak? Instead of listening. Yeah, to wh- whoever it was from Team Bella was talking to her. And she was look- just looking straight down. Also, um, again, nitpicking. This is It's minor things. That's all you do is nitpick, my man. That's your shtick. I don't... Okay, nitpicking isn't all I do. There are usually bigger... Th- there are usually bigger things that I complain about. But... This in particular... Charlotte is such a good performer... That she would be perfect if not for these tiny little things. There is no perfect, bro. You're right. Anyway, so when uh, when Team Bella came out, she was supposed to move to the other side of Renee. Oh yeah. Maybe she didn't Paige do a quick moved her. Yeah, Paige grabbed her by the shoulders and brought her over. So it's like. Gotta move a little faster. It looked to me like that could be put as her trying to get them, get her away from them so they don't pull anything. Maybe hurt her before uh, she gets her match. Maybe, you but... Cover with that. You could, but that's not... But I know, and you know, and they know. That's not what it was. Speaking of the match, mm-hmm. what do you believe the reason for them trying to do this Charlotte petitioning the authority to have the title match... Before Night of Champions. <sighs> to silence the people That like says she us. doesn't defend it. I knew it. Disqualification. Somehow, whatever Somehow retaining. Mm-hmm. And then breaking the record and then lose it at Night of Champions. Then rematch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't care what politics it is or whatever. Nikki needs to hold the belt a little longer. Because this is the first time she's defending it against someone from the Divas Revolution. I disagree. I 
think it's time for her not to have it anymore. Because it should be with somebody that's going to go defend it more often. Like, Nikki has all this media stuff she does. Like, this way, if you put it with someone like a Charlotte or a Becky, anyone else but a Bella or a main, you know, or even Paige. Because she does other shit, too. Mm -hmm. Just keep it with those girls that are going to be on. A, Nikki's a heel. So it makes sense for her to hold it longer. I don't want her to break the record. I'm sorry. I don't I'm agree not saying with I, it. I'm not saying I. I want. don't think she's earned the right to be known for that. As a fan, I don't want. But as someone that knows the business, Nikki needs to keep it because she's the heel. It'll Is she it. though? What week are we talking about here? I don't know. She's not doing a good job. She's not doing a good job. It's terrible booking. It's not just terrible booking. She has that show. Just fans from that cheer her there. I know. You know. That so, show we went to. The house show. But there's also B. I'm trying to remember what B was. I know. You're like, help me. I don't know, dude. I can't. <laughs> B, you mentioned that she does media and shit. You want your Divas champion doing media. You don't want the one that just lost the Divas Championship. Well, I wasn't media. speaking about media as in their promotional stuff. She does other things, even for them, like photo shoots and stuff. But I'm saying, so what if she loses? She might, her reputation is bigger than the Divas title in its current form. Yeah, but even before she was champ, she was popular. Come on. And she still did stuff. It's, it's not like, Kevin Owens, where Charlotte was booked so strong that a loss would be bad, regardless of how it happens. I think it'll be better for the storyline for it to go one more. The sooner that Bella clock is gone, the happier I'll be. As a fan, I agree 100%. I'm just saying. Give me a real heel. Get me a real heel, please. Give Sasha the mic. I'm not. Hashtag give Sasha the mic. Then make her champ then. I would love it. But. She's just. I don't want to talk about Nikki anymore. I can't believe I just said that, but I just can't with her. This is some bullshit. Is she your Christian? Nah, man. You know what it is? I liked her at first, but the more I get to know her from, like, the reality show, I like her less. I don't know what it is. She feels like such a fake person. She's fucking plastic. I understand that. Like, you know what I mean? It feels Mm. like looking into Tom Cruise's eyes. Like, there's nothing there. (laughs) You know, like, I feel like it's a a hollow... Shell and it's sad, brother. It's sad. Like it's I don't know how to describe it, but I won't. Cause we got a basement book. We gotta keep it up. We gotta keep the tempo going, brother. Keep it going, keep it going. What do we got? Kevin Owens. Looks like he's got his eyes on the big guy. Yeah, he said uh about his detractors, people saying, people commenting on how he looks, he said, 
feed me more. Exactly. Which means he is very hungry for food. And Ryback. So. I would like that feud a lot. Yeah, that would be interesting. Quick question. For the record, is Ryback done defending against Miz and Big Show? No. I don't think so. Or, that, unless they just swept it. Because Big Show fought him again. Big Show lost because of the Miz. Right. So he had a rematch for the title match he lost? I guess because he never got a singles match against him. Well, this happened on SmackDown, right? One of those. Doesn't matter. It was last week. Whatever. I don't know if it's done. Maybe it's a Miz Big Show thing all of a sudden, which... Why? Super one-sided. Anyway, about Ryback and Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like to see Ryback against big opponents. I consider Kevin Owens a big opponent. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it uh, shows off Ryback's power every time he uh, shell-shocks him. Mm-hmm. Or suplexes. I hope... Uh, or he might even do just a splash on him to beat him. Because the splash is also, I've noticed, is a finisher he uses... Yeah, I feel and like he uses it on big guys too. I feel like the, I feel like that's wrong. I feel like the splash should only be used against small guys. For example, like when Shane Helms was doing the choke slam as a finisher, right? I feel like he shouldn't have. Period. Like Kevin Owens yeah. shouldn't be using a splash. I mean, Ryback shouldn't be using a splash on bigger dudes as a finisher. Yeah, but what if they're? It's more dangerous for him to try to get them up. Because lately I feel like he has trouble picking guys up, bigger guys. It's probably the weakness in the knee from the staff infection. There you go. Maybe he's not trying to screw that up. Got to keep that move set simple, man. It's all about longevity. I want Ryback to debut a submission hold. He's. I, I'm surprised he doesn't have one. Do they still do over the limit? The paper read? Yeah. I have no idea. Or is that fast lane now? I don't know. Well, whatever. If he's ever in a match with somebody and they decide it's going to be Ryback, you're just a brute. And just for that, I want our match to be a submission match. No pin, no disqualification, no count out, only submission. Hmm. And since you're too dumb to be creative, there's no way you could defeat me, a technical genius. With 501 holds. <laughs> or whatever. Half D. Malenko. That'd be great for a heel. Get him to... And then he'll come up with something. He'll have like the... The rye... Botch. I mean, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. The, the, the rye cracker. The, the meat rack. Yeah, meat rack. The meat rack. See, that's why you're... In charge of, uh, of naming the, shit. Yeah. The meat rack. So whatever. It, it sells itself. But I'm looking forward to that. Question. Answer, probably. Who is the best active in WWE technical wrestler? Uh, oh, damn. I was going to say Tyson Kidd, but he's hurt. Uh, technical? Cody's technical. I feel like Cesaro's a little more technical. He, Cesaro's like a technical brawler. Cesaro is like... The Cesaro's Hulk. great. Is like Superman. He's awesome. I was going to say the Hulk, but his build doesn't match. Like it, It'd be close enough. I think 
if a superhero was real, he'd be built like Cesaro. So like if you you build a WWE superstar from the ground up, it's Randy Orton. But you build a superhero from the ground up, it's He's Cesaro. Got, his body is like a superhero. The way those artists draw, like, you know, the, the false superhero. He's always got the, 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 the muscles and, you know, he's... Tall, usually like that build. His pecs are huge. Right? Not outward, but upward. Exactly. So it's like somebody drew him. Yeah. That's a superhero come to life. Which I don't get why he's being the sacrificial lamb. I, mean, I get the psychology. Uh, the last match he had against Owens, he hurt his ribs on the announce table. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he wasn't at 100%. But he lost clean twice. Is there going to be a next time since he's feuding with Ryback? I don't know. So, or maybe they'll have Owens beat Ryback and eventually Cesaro gets the IC title off Owens. That'd be cool. Has Cesaro held it twice already? Or just once? I thought he just held the US title. I don't know if he's an IC champion. Because I can see that. Because when the match finally comes, you have it where... Owens is like, you've never beaten me. You have never beaten me. And the story is Cesaro has never beaten Kevin Owens. Oh, so they're going to rehash the Sami Zayn um, and Neville storyline, kind of. It still works. And I'm pretty sure it's not the first time that was done, either. You're right. It's one of those oldest time angles. Yeah. Since the the olden days. Mm Mm-hmm. So, let's include, for my question, let's include active wrestlers that are hurt. Such as Tyson Kidd. Would you say Tyson Kidd is the best technical wrestler? Yes. Male or female? Oh, I don't know. Ah, there's the monkey wrench. I don't know. Alright, males. Tyson. He's gotta be, right? I mean, he's he's from the heart dungeon. He's the last guy from there. Mm-hmm. If he's not the best tactical wrestler on there, uh, at least that's my opinion. But we're talking only WWE. Yeah, of course. Roster. We're not... We can't include I NXT. Don't, I don't know enough about the NXT guys. I don't know enough about Ring of Honor. Because Chad Gable's... F- I'm, well, yeah. I don't I mean, know enough only, about anything. It would only be the E and NXT. Yeah, that, that's where we are right now. Chad Gable's fucking impressive. Yeah, he, he wasn't he in the Olympics or something? Yeah. All right. Fuck, man, it's crazy. All right, um, so so active or inactive, we have Tyson Kidd. Active only Cesaro for males. What about for females? Is it Paige? I don't know. I don't feel like she is. She's not really technical, is she? Sasha Banks is pretty good. Who are you thinking? Sasha, Charlotte, Natty. Natty's pretty good. She's not inactive. But they're not using her in a... Anything. Competitor aspect. Ever since Tyson went down, she's been been out too. Mm -hmm. She's managing the cats. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Taking care of her. Whatever. So. Because I I miss... I mean, you you know me. Like, any time I have, like, a good portion of a 40 in me, I, uh, I bring up 
Regal versus Benoit or Regal versus Finley. Dean Malenko um, versus Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitman versus uh, Owen Hart. I beat you, Brett. Those are great. Um, God damn it. I, I can't... Yeah, well, tangents, tangents, tangents. Fucking, fucking tangents. Yeah, man. What do you make of this um, Lana Rusev Ziggler shit now? With uh, this whole... I like that they used old footage of Summer Rae making out with Ziggler. That was good, because I, I, I was I forgot about that. that. Everybody did. That's good, because it's like they're paying attention to their own history. Yeah. They're paying attention good. to their own history. Like, I like replays that aren't instant every now and then. Yeah. Because we know my memory's fucking horrible. Yeah, like, uh, it's nice to jog somebody's memory. Yeah. And a picture always has a thousand words. Because you can just sit there and talk about it. Let's face it, she's not the best talk. A hundred percent. Whichever her you're talking about, a hundred percent. Now, question. After the Miss TV segment where they showed that, the the ancient history, before Lana stormed off, should she have slapped Dolph? No, because it's, he, I guess because she, he never told her about her. Let's look at this from... And he didn't, it's, she's not an idiot. They weren't together then, so her seeing that shouldn't matter. Like, all she has... Is Summer Rae's word. So why did it bother her? Why'd she walk off? I didn't get that. And if she's... If she's... Why didn't she see it? Did she not, Does she not watch WWE? I guess. I don't know how long ago that was. They said it was like two years ago. Alright. I don't think she was up. She was at NXT. So she, so she wasn't watching WWE? Look. You... Whatever. Here's the thing. You never promote that one of your stars doesn't watch. Regardless of how long ago it was. Everyone, everyone on the roster has watched WWE their entire lives. And now that they have the WWE Network, which I'm sure they get for free. And even if not, it's only 10 bucks a month, so it's a great deal for anyone. Good gift idea, by the way. Because... Holidays are coming. Eventually. You're worse than the stores, man. You're over here in the holidays. We didn't even get to Halloween yet. Well, I work for... They usually wait until October. I work for a Jewish company, and the New Year is coming up next week. I hear you. Anyway, now that they have the network, they can watch any WWE anytime they want. They can, but they should get it free anyway. Regardless... Whatever they do, they can watch it. So Lana should have known already. Alright, that being said, from a story standpoint... And can someone really say bitch on TV? Because they generally don't do that? Hey man, whatever. And it was a Smackdown, so they could have edited that. Yeah, they could have. Alright, so check this out. Storyline-wise, it doesn't make sense. Because Lana is... Basically saying that she'll believe a Summer Rae lie before she'll believe Dolph Ziggler's telling the truth about what happened. Summer Rae had video proof. What, of what did we see? What were we shown? We saw a kiss. 
two years ago before they even knew each other. So she thinks that Lana's just gonna that Summer Rae's not gonna lie. From what that's been recently happening, would she believe a word that woman says? If I believe JBL, women are crazy. And she knows how manipulative Rusev is. Rusev could have probably got her to do that. Hundred percent. So I didn't get that, man. I don't know. So listen, man. I'm watching a wrestling show. I watch a show about wrestling. You got to get in that mindset, kid. It's different when you think about it a different way, you know? Yep. All right. I'm just saying JBL says women are crazy. Yeah. And they all hate each other. No, that was him. He got in trouble. Yeah. I think he got in trouble, trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. What a great song. Great lyrics. Anyway, <laughs> that's the Ethan the Carter, Ethan the Carter the third, the third EC three. Oh, I let me briefly bring up how great of a character that guy is. I was recently watching, uh, trying to plow through a TNA, mm-hmm. which I didn't make it much. I deleted it, but uh, <laughs> Matt Hardy wants a rematch, and Jeff Hardy's back, but he's still hurt, so he can't do anything. So. Ethan Carter III agreed to give Matt Hardy a rematch after defeating him at Full Metal Mayhem. Mm-hmm. If if Matt Hardy loses, Jeff Hardy has to be EC3's personal assistant. And he goes to Jeff Hardy. That's right. You're going to earn your keep. Instead of sitting on your couch at home collecting my aunt's money, you're going to be working for your money. That was pretty good. It's a very good angle. So I wonder, I don't know what happened, but I hope EC3 still the champ. One thing that they're doing right there, he cheats. Yeah. He's got a heater, which I learned. It's like a, a, a henchman. Like, uh, it's pretty cool, right? Bodyguard. Yeah. Get they, they soak up that the, heat, brother. They still have that, the, that brace on the arm? I don't remember. A. What EC3 should have said was, Matt Hardy, sure you can have your rematch if you beat Jeff Hardy when he comes back. Yeah, but he wants the title shot now. Oh, shit. B, Matt Hardy, I think, needs a rematch with life. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I even brought it up. I really think... Now, granted, I don't know anyone that would identify themselves as a TNA fan. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm the one that used to do the TNA report. I just here. thought of something mean. Oh, I'm fucking <laughs> saying a lot of mean shit. Yeah, like, what if the reason they're going broke is because they're paying the audience to watch them? The reason they're going broke <laughs> is because I don't watch anymore. They just lost, like, 80% of their viewers when I stopped watching. I hear you. I hear you. But let's not listen. We want we want other promotions to succeed. We want more wrestling. I do. I need Dixie Carter not in charge. It's not her fault. I mean, come on. It was just a birthday gift, right? Dude, could you really do better? Like me? honestly, me? If you had it then for Dixie a week, Carter? Yeah, if you yeah. had it for a week. Worst case, I would hire someone that knows more than me. 
Okay. And I would not undermine them. But the whole thing is... You, I would say... You, know, you think you know more than she does. I do think I know more than she does. I also think I know my own limitations. I know I'm not Vince McMahon. I will never try... Like, I, I mean, try as I might. I know I will never be Vince McMahon. Alright, you pay me I've 50 already, G's, bro. I'll do it for you. I've already, in my life, slept more than Vince McMahon has ever slept. I don't disagree with you. I would know if I... Okay. You nap a lot. If I were running a company, I think I know enough about the wrestling business that I would know that I need someone that knows more than me to write the shit. So I would hire someone that knows more than me to write. Or at least or I would hire a few writers. I would say, alright, you you're writing the world title picture. You're writing the X Division title. You're writing tag team titles. You're writing women's title. Knockouts. Thank you. I was trying to figure out what it was. I knew it wasn't Davis. I saw you. you. You all gotta collaborate a little bit. Just so that one of you doesn't grab someone that, like, should be in something else. And if someone's going to advance, you got to figure that out. If someone's going to be a double champion, you got to figure that out. Five riders. World title, X Division title, tag title, knockouts title, and filler. And fucking do it. There you go. Okay. I know I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Tough racket. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm not sure what I would do. Again, I'm just coming up just off fucking top of my head. Oh, yeah, man. I mean... Just talking. I think one thing I would want is I feel like there should be a way, like in a real sport, like actual other things, like uh, even UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be a way to track... Who should be... Like, everyone should know who's the next number one contender. Or who is close enough to being number one contender. They tried that. The way they did it didn't work. What did they do? They did do... Oh, no, the TNA. Weekly, the weekly rankings. And I'm talking about WWE now. Oh. I know... We talk, We spoke about the, the top five. For anyone that doesn't remember, uh, TNA has a thing where they have a top five. Whoever's at the top one for that week... Is the number one contender. And it literally holds exactly as much water as Booker T's Fave 5. Gotcha. Because it's basically, what did you do last week? Oh, you beat someone last week better than he beat someone else last week. You're number one. That means you're the number one contender. But that doesn't mean you get a match with the world champ. Because no one can explain it. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't use an idea like that. I think it's better off that there's no one a, knows. Honestly, there's gotta be a way to do it. But here's the thing: there's, it's, it's not like there's separate weight classes. It's like how many wins? Like how do you determine who's number one contender for the IC title? Why is he contender for the world title? You you're know? touching. You're touching on it there too. I, uh, while you were on your way back from where you were, um, on the network they had the Brett Sean. Special. Okay. The rivalries. Right. And Jim Ross was interviewing, and 
He referred to when Bret was world champ and Michaels was IC champ. He referred to them as the number one and number two guys in the company. Now, if you're IC champ, that means you're the number two person in the company. Why aren't you fighting for the world title? Right. Why doesn't Why doesn't that make you a number one contender? Well, I could guess that that would mean then that the IC title is transitional. Okay. You win the IC title, that means you're number one contender. You beat the world champ. You're a dual champ. What if they do like this? As a rule, you can't hold both belts. Like when Paige won the Divas title while she still had the women's title, they put it up. Mm Mm-hmm. In a tournament. You can do... Not only does being the Intercontinental Champion make you the number two champion. Mm -hmm. But... At any time... You... Have a world title shot. Oh, option C. That's right. Just like option C. That's a great idea. You have to put up... You relinquish the IC title. It's sort of like a money in the bank. But it's not... You can't do it like... It can't be on the spot. It can't be on the spot like that. It has to be set up in advance. Mm -hmm. You relinquish your IC title. You get your world heavyweight title shot. How far in advance? Uh, You're saying in advance now we gotta... Well, the next time you want it. Like, say you... You want it for next next Monday Night Raw. So it has to be at least one show in advance. At least one show in advance. Okay. Because you want build to get people to tune in mm-hmm. next week to so, see that match as the main event. So we could have a, a situation where... I'm, well, that pay-per-view, whatever. So we could have a situation where, and I'm rewinding back to pretty much the last TNA I saw, where the... Number one contender, Ethan Carter III, gets pushed aside for the guy that's cashing in option C. Austin Aries at the time. Right. I'm guessing Aries didn't win. Now, with the IC title, (laughs) the thing is, you're, like you said, the number one guy, number two guy, you have precedent over the number one contender anyway. Because you're already technically the number one contender. When you want to be. You can cut the line. Yes, but then... You should be allowed to cut the line as IC champ. Yes, but let's also, again, look at the storylines. Let's say there's a heel that's the IC champ that only wins by shenanigans. Of course a win is a win. But let's say there's a a face coming up and he's beating everyone. Beating, 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 beating. Faces the IC champion in a non-title match... And wins. Okay. Faces the world champion in a non-title match and wins. Faces them both in a tag match and he pins one of them. That's weird. Why would why would he face both of them in a tag match? Yeah, two on two. Just give him a fucking partner. I don't give a shit. Give him an Uso. So. <laughs> Which, the one. That one. Yeah. The one's not hurt. The one that's on commentary. The one that's not married to Naomi. Give him the one that's on commentary because I don't want to fucking hear him anymore. Okay. So so he beat the IC champ. He beat the world champ. He also pinned one of them in a tag match. Why wouldn't he automatically get a world title shot in the next pay-per-view? How about they just don't do that? 
Why you gotta make things difficult? Because you know they're gonna do something like that. I they like to paint themselves into it, fucking corners. I was just gonna say, stop painting yourself into a fucking corner. They do that all the time, and then they just fucking like, whoa, look at this. We did something else. Oops. Yeah. But I think that's, I think option C is kind of cool, because then, regardless of what happens in that world heavyweight title match, there's an IC tournament, IC championship tournament. Yeah, or something. So that's a good series of matches. Because it's working towards something. I don't... I just want... Wins and losses have to mean something. It has to be a way to track that. I know. You just I know. agree with Nikki Bella? I know. An expert like Nikki Bella who says wins and losses don't matter. When we were little girls... Just please don't do this. <laughs> Alright, so... That... It has, we have to see. We have to, like... You have to give your fans more credit. Keep in mind, TNA's option C is only for the Destination X pay-per-view. I understand that, but this is better. So, would this only be for certain pay-per-views? No. The IC chair. Anytime. Anytime. One show in advance. Okay. One show in advance. Because that's, that's good for, like... You know what sweeps is, right? Mm-hmm. But... I think that's one I'm like asking you if you know what it is like yeah you know right <laughs> it's I basically know. when like all shows want the big ratings yeah so they it's perfect for sweeps or even if you're trying to compete with Monday Night Football mm-hmm. you know tune in we're gonna have next Monday Night I want my world heavyweight title match I am I am turning in my IC title and I want my match. You could have someone win the IC title on pay-per-view. Then at the at the closing of the of the pay-per-view after the world title match, tell announce that you're cashing in your IC title for your world title match tomorrow on Raw. But here's the thing. You can't really overuse it though. Like once in a while that's good. Mm-hmm. But you want you don't want it to be like all this is, is a stepping stone to me being world heavyweight champion. Right, obviously. That would only be like... It still has... You still need to get to that IC title. Like, like that shouldn't even happen once a year. Yeah, it should be... Could this be the time? Is Do we have an IC champ that's going to actually go for it? And you could even have this an IC champ who you wouldn't even think would go after it. I, I, I just feel like that might take away from the lineage... And the prestige of the Intercontinental Championship. Because the Intercontinental Championship has been known as the Workhorse Championship. It's an honor to hold it. You don't want to give it up. It is a major championship. It's a major singles championship. Maybe having the World Heavyweight title gets you more money. Because being World Champ, you always get more. Yeah, but then what's more important... The World Heavyweight Championship is always more important. Yeah. It's never not going to be more important. You have that belt. You're the man. I'm sure someone smarter than us could make this work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Alright, so I have an idea for that. Okay. I actually have two possible ideas. I think one is probably better, but you let me know. Whichever. Because I think that inevitably... The IC title would sort of be a secondary money in the bank. Right. Contract. So there has to be some sort of time minimum. 
Oh, so like a minimum of two pay-per-views? No, you have to either A, hold the IC title for a certain amount of time. Ah, that's great! You have to either A, hold it for, have held it for like six months or four months before you can qualify to do that. Okay. Or B, hold it for longer than the previous champ did. That makes it... Alright, well, you can pick yourself into a corner there. Oh, yeah, never mind. It wouldn't make the rain that long anyway. When you think about it, how they break down the weeks and how often it will actually be defended. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a brilliant idea. Because not only do you have to become the Intercontinental Champion, you have to remain the Intercontinental Champion. And there should be a minimum. And they need to enforce a 30-day right. rule. The 30-day rule should be scripture. Not just for the IC title, but for every single title from Divas Up. Heard that, Nikki? Just checking. We've put on a clinic here. <laughs> Great googly moogly. Oh. That's perfect. I like it a lot. Regardless, you know it was Billy inspired. Yeah, Billy's been responsible for a lot of great ideas. A lot of fantastic ideas. I'm pretty sure I was drinking Billy when I first thought of 40 Hands. Keep in mind, listeners, I know you've seen 40 Hands on the internet and everything. I thought of 40 Hands before I saw it on the internet. That's right. You were there. We didn't have internet in the basement. The original basement. True that, man. The internet was... I didn't even have access, really, to the internet. Like, as well as we all do now. Mm. Especially from a phone. But I'm not, I'm not here to talk about no, that. phones were monochrome back in the day. Back in that day. Yeah. It was like, you barely had... I remember my first cell phone was a colored one. Like, my contract. I had prepaid phones, like, mm. little Nokia bricks. Uh. But... First one. It was the N four hundred. I think that wow. N four hundred. I do remember the thing. Yeah. The, the, it doesn't like even a have flip. a whole flip. Semi flip. I thought it was so fucking dope. Like mm. the speakerphone was really. My first good. Samsung was the SCH eighty five hundred. That was actually my first phone. Remember, it looked like a fucking race car. Yeah, that's right. I feel like a dinosaur. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs... It could be worse. Our, our first phones could have been briefcases. Yeah, that's horrible. That sounds a good topic. Do you realize yet how awesome Kevin Owens is? Yes. The way he always mocks his opponent in a match. Or, if he's not facing his rival of the day, he mocks whoever he's feuding with. He's a loud mouth. It's great. Because it, it's fantastic. It's a, almost a lost art. Yeah, he's a good heel. One of the things... Stealing your opponent's moves, too? Yeah. I'm doing the you can't he see He did the me. Randy Orton, too. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. It's a good way for him to... Like, it's his shtick. Mm. But it'll always be the way the face gets the advantage. Because they exploit that his his that's weakness. That's fine. I'm okay that's great. With that. No, that's good. Because you gotta have your thing, right? Yeah. And I like that. Uh, what else? Oh, 
whenever he like sometimes he'll nail certain moves or he'll win he'll just scream at the guy on the ground like, yeah ah! I like that he does that <laughs> I, I like that. that he does that I love that especially during like uh, real competitive matches mm-hmm. and his his need to 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 appease Michael Cole like, I feel like it's really fucking natural like it's not I'm going to scream at you at this point it's ah that's what I feel like doing yeah <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the things I appreciate that, that he should keep doing. Um, on NXT, we I was surprised we we forgot about this. I'm surprised I forgot about this. Two major indie names in Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. I don't know who those guys are. I've never seen it, either of them work before. But supposedly there's been interest from the E for like a year or two in these guys. These two are like, if they had been on the indie scene for another two or three years, they'd be like the AJ Styles, the Kevin Owens, the... So they're getting in on the ground floor with these guys. Yeah. So what you're saying is they're going to win the Dusty Rhodes Invitational. They, yeah, maybe, maybe not. They have, but, but they do have that Uha Nation kind of buzz to them already. Okay. To the point where we're going to finish up here. I got a lot of my second 40 left. We can, uh, we're going to look these guys up. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampia. All right. I think Regal actually said his name wrong. I don't remember how it's supposed to be said. I think it's in Regalese. So he's saying it the way Regal would say it. Yeah. It's the accent. The way he says things. Like Triple H. Yeah, but I think... No, I think he added something. I think he just said it wrong. Alright, hey, shit happens. H is how British people say H. Gotcha. Look, shit happens. We're not here to critique that. No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't know exactly how to say Tommaso's last name. Alright, screw it. No problem. You say Tommaso, I say... Knowing Vince... Tommaso. They'll change it to something easier. Because he has no faith in us. Yeah, but they never said Uha Nation. Yeah, and we saw him meet with Regal and shit. I still say that his they never said anything. Like they didn't even mention it exactly. They just showed him wearing the NXT jacket. Still say that uh, the music they used for his vignettes before he got into NXT should have been his music. But his current music actually is super similar. generic. It's it's similar enough to what it was. I feel like there's more... It's more inspirational. I feel like it can, it can inspire people, too. Think, you should, think they should team Bo Dallas? No, Bo Dallas is <laughs> different now. Something's up with the character. He's got a new finisher. New finisher, a new attitude, it looks like. But uh, Anything Bo does is great. We gotta rein this shit in. Oh, before we end the podcast, I uh, received a tweet asking what we thought about... Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, Survivor Series. Uh, one of our Twitter followers. You got a picture of me laying on the futon with a 40. Oh, he uses his name in his Twitter handle. I don't want to put... Look, bro. Yeah, that that's his whole name in his Twitter handle. All right, so one of our faithful Twitter followers from day three, not day one... Because he came late to the podcast. But regardless, uh, dude, I want to give you credit. You know who you are. 
but I don't want to put your full name on the podcast, and that's your actual Twitter handle. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you Thanks know, a lot. Who, you know who you are. You represent the Basement Bookers. You're one of our faithful listeners. He wants to know what we think about Survivor Series, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker. Would that be? Would it be good to do with them? In a way, it would make sense to do with them, but in a way, you need to hold it off until WrestleMania because, well, then maybe not. Because you know that they're trying to do Sting Taker. You know that at Mania. Especially since next year's WrestleMania is in Houston, Dallas? Dallas. Dallas, the new, tech, the new Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, it's gigantic. And yeah, and both Sting and Taker live in Dallas, and we know old people are lazy, so they don't want to go far. Listen, man, don't alienate our senior citizen listeners at the Learning Annex. They listen on the MySpace. <laughs> Stop trying to make MySpace a thing. It's not gonna happen. I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, they were around when MySpace started before Rupert Murdoch got involved, so they know. Okay, don't make me too loud. It's late in the day, two a.m. <laughs> um. So it would seem like there's they they might build towards that, but I really think. It's a big enough match to wait until Mania. It would just be, I guess, um, Taker and Heyman promoting. But I guess it makes it's just easier to have it at Survivor Series. So I guess so. As far as as far as will it be good? I think it'll be another classic. I mean, they haven't been, you know. Oh, I'm so, sorry, but the SummerSlam match was better than the Mania match. Neither of them are going to be super technical matches. Um, because take, I think Taker had a concussion early in the WrestleMania match. That's why it didn't go too great. Also, I, the, the, the SummerSlam match... That was SummerSlam? We saw that. We were at SummerSlam, yeah, which was, it was not even that long ago. It's two weeks ago, bro. This almost that match, especially when they both set up, Brock was laughing, and then Taker set up. Okay. Brock set up, he was laughing, and then Taker set up, and he mocked the laugh. That was fucking great. And they just started knocking at each other, like, straight up. Like, I didn't give a shit about that. The fucking laughing at each other part was hysterical. And it was a fucking great spot overall. Um, but I think it would be tough to try to drag that out to Mania. So I think it almost has to happen at Survivor Series hmm. this November. Only on the WWE Network, even though you can also get it on pay-per-view, but they've been saying... Why would you? That's, I don't know. Why not? They should just preface it by the only intelligent way to watch it. Well, the argument could be made that the resolution is slightly better on... Say pay per view than it is one slightly. It's 1080p versus 720p. It's double. Right. Well, it doesn't look that great on my TV. But anyway, my my point being, my answer to that question, I feel like Survivor Series might be too soon for Taker to wrestle another match. I think if we want to, if we're gonna get the best match possible, it needs to be further down the road. 
I feel like Survivor Series, the Survivor Series I would like, and I might be alone, is it should be the classic Survivor Series format. And that being said, the main event should be a Survivor Series style match. That match won't be the main event at Survivor Series, then it shouldn't be at Survivor Series. So are you, are you suggesting that Survivor Series not have any non-Survivor Series style matches? I think that's what Survivor Series should mean. So you think no title should be defended at Survivor Series? It's not the first time. I, I think it's the perfect opportunity to get more guys out there against different matchups. I do agree with that a lot. A hundred percent. It's a good way to mix it up. I don't agree with having any pay-per-view and not have any titles defended. Well, how about have the tag champs in a Survivor Series style match and tag titles are on the line? Yeah, you could do that. But how does that work exactly? If you pin a tag team champion, they, they don't pay us. They don't pay us enough for that. Okay, but I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out the finish here. Uh all right. I guess that doesn't work then. Let's say whoever gets the final pin, whoever scores the final pinfall, will be one half of the tag champs. If they're a tag team with someone, then it's them too. If they're not, then they. Because, like, what if you shut out a team? Because Survivor Series is elimination. I don't know. I'm guessing we could go the easy way and say the writers just wouldn't do that. Yeah, I guess you have to have title match. So the world title match mm-hmm. will be the main event. Yes. And still every other match should be Survivor Series type match. Or any match that isn't a title match is a Survivor Series type match. And not every title's on the line at the pay-per-views anyway. That's what Night of Champions is for. Which I don't get. Shouldn't every title be defended on every pay-per-view? Is it every pay-per-view Night of Champions? Everything you've said is right. <laughs> wow, how did I not see that sooner? <laughs> it's because it's late. That being said, Rich, where can they find us? Well, let's see. We have a Twitter at uh, Basement Bookers for the both of us. Basement Jer is on the Twitter at Basement Jer. That is J E R, as in short for Jerry. Uh, I am at Rich the Riz. And on uh, the Twitter. Not to interrupt you, we've decided to take the at out. You don't need to put that in because everybody knows. We get it. Yeah, well, I'm old, so. You have to do I, it. I need, to, I need to figure things out. Alright, for everybody under the age. Of 30. Ah, so there's a MySpace there somewhere. It's Space and Bookers. You can email me through it and tell me how to work the MySpace because I'm still working on that. Listen. Not actively, apparently. Let me tell you something about MySpace. Brother. You ever watch The Lion King? Yeah. Okay. Hakuna Matata? Do you remember that time when Mufasa was talking to Simba? About lying shit, and then Simba's like, Yo, Dad, what up? And Mufasa's like, You see, my boy, everything the light touches, that's our kingdom. And then Simba's like, What about that dark spot over there? And Mufasa's like, How you must never go there, okay? That's my space. You must never go to that dark place. 
Thank you for promoting MySpace. That's the ev- that MySpace is the elephant graveyard of the internet. Okay, you must never go there because people don't go there. And if you do happen to like MySpace, we are on MySpace. That's a very MySpace. You still friends with Tom? Remember no. Tom? Yeah, I, <laughs> I deleted Tom as soon as I was able to. Thanks for listening. So yeah, since you are listening. You, you, know, you know where to find us. Shoot a, shout us out a review on iTunes. Anybody out there, if there's anybody out there. 